today on Laura Lynn and Friends. My name's Norman Vincent Traversy. Why are you here? I said, I'm here to deliver a document. He said, um, what is this in regards to? And I said, this is a charge of treason against Justin Trudeau. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Last Days. It is a miracle <laughs> that I'm actually finally here. So I, I had wanted to do a show a lot earlier. Oh, man, the set likes kind of, oh, you know what? I'm totally behind. I'm supposed to turn these on and adjust everything. But I've been on with my guests for a while. So it's a big mess. Everything okay, JT? We got it all? Uh, tilt the what? Oh, you want me to do this? Okay, well, I don't really want to be wearing those stupid glasses yet. I'm just going to read from my dad's Bible one quick verse. Um, but I've had the torrents of hell uh, today. Have you ever had one of those days where you know the enemy's completely attacking? And it is so disturbing. And you know that you just you need to pray. So I hope that all of you that are prayer warriors, would you say a prayer for the team here that God would be with us and help us as, you know, we're always under attack, right? I have to, you know, I believe totally to be called by God to be doing what I'm doing and knowing that the enemy of my soul hates my guts. So what does he do? He plans little different things to kind of try to come against me and not pleasant at all. I don't like it, but... I was comforted by my dad's Bible today. So I open it up and I see, well, what did, because dad has underlined, I don't know if you can see, um, gets kind of bright there, right? But all of that is red, red pen that he's underlined, all these things. So my dad, he wrote, um, he underlined in Daniel eleven thirty two, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries but the people that do know their god shall be strong and do exploits amen i know my god i know who he is he is all powerful all knowing absolutely incorruptible and unstoppable that's my god so i'm going to do great exploits through him well Please keep us keep us in uh, your prayers for all that's happening because we're planning more tours and a lot of people are saying, can you come here? Can you come there? So we're trying to put it on paper uh, how we can do this because isn't it cool that the government now, okay, they're going to take the masks off uh, on the air, aircraft. <laughs> okay, thanks for catching up with the rest of the world. And Trudeau suddenly is realizing he's not Mr. Popular at all. They're across Canada. His, you know, approval rating is in the dumpster. Because why? Because he was so nasty. Because he was following filthy lucre and doing whatever the WEF wanted instead of caring about us. You didn't care about us, Mr. Trudeau. You cared about yourself and you cared about getting your next job when your ill-placed prime ministership is over. And that's sad. That's what you did. You followed money, what you thought would be power. I pray the elites reject you 
as it does appear when you were recently at events with, you know, these world cultists, they didn't even like you. It's a funny thing because you've been such a puppet that you're now even rejected by the wicked. And that is a horrible place to be. But that is what happens when you follow unrighteousness. You, it, it leads you to all disaster. And that's what's happened in Canada. All disaster. Pretty good in, uh, where is it? Is it Italy, JT, that they have a new prime minister? And, or is she considered the president? It's a prime minister, right? And she is, there it is. Look at that. Far right leader, Georgia Maloney. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. To become Italy's first female PM. But that's not her right there, is it? Oh, because in her video, she looked a bit different. Her hair's different. Yeah. Okay. That's the video. Do you have that video? Let's play that just before we get to our amazing women are rising and we've got two amazing women coming right up, but let's listen to this world leader. <laughs> I think you have to read the, uh, you have to read the things, right? The, yeah. Subtitles. Okay. Take a look. This is about we are, what we are doing here today, Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all of these questions because it defines us, because it is our identity, because everything that defines us is now an enemy. Where have you heard that? We should turn her down. For those who would like us to no longer have something and to simply be perfect consumer slaves, and so they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, they attack gender identity, they attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother, no. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. Don't you love her? The perfect consumer. Look, they're clapping. They adore her. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Inspires so much fear because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. Every single human being because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. Yes. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God country and family those things that disgust people so much we will do it to defend our freedom because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators that is our mission that is why i came here today chesterton wrote met more than a century ago now she's digging through her papers. Let's see if I can find it. She says, fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. That time has arrived. We are ready. Thank you. Oh, and I love the way she just says, thank you. Gracia. And she's off. Oh my gosh. She is the new leader. May God be with that precious woman. Unbelievable. Okay. So I'm going to invite onto the show right now, uh, Dominique Fournier and Dr. Lana Nickel. And these two are taking back Canada.
all right? They're taking <laughs> back our freedoms in Canada, and they are with TBOF. And if you haven't seen, uh, they are making waves. Um, Dominique recently, so what's the video at? 100,000 now, Dominique? Last time I checked, I think it was like 112,000 views, which for <laughs> little old me, who doesn't go on Facebook very often, that's a bit overwhelming. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, Dr. Lana, welcome. Thank you both of you for fighting so hard. I wonder if uh, between the two of you, you can kind of, we want to show you this video. Everybody, it just takes one. It just takes two. It takes a couple people going, we're going to get together uh, and, and, and we're going to make some trouble in this nation. And, and that's what you did. And of course, it takes a lot more than the two of you because you have taken a document uh, and you can tell me about it and then tell me what you did to sort of uh, make trouble for your, in your little towns in Canada. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so I guess it's beautiful that you ended up uh, introducing the the piece with uh, the new um, Italian prime minister elect because well what a powerhouse and inspiration that she is uh, and thanks to the brilliant brain of Dr. Lana Nichol, the incredible work of people like Ken Drysdale, Action for Canada, and especially StandUnitedBC.ca who pulled together this amazing document uh, and actually started putting it out in July. Um, we served our town health and wellness center in August. Um, and then about a month ago, our two school boards with this same notice of liability, which I'll ask Lana to kind of explain in more detail because she's the genius behind a lot of it. Um, and so a few of us decided, wouldn't it be fun to present each of our town council with um, a notice of liability individually right in council during their public um, period where you could go in on camera and uh, bring up questions, discussions and stuff like that. So we decided to do that. We had them all set up in envelopes with their names on the envelopes and in the package themselves and brought it, my uh, partner in crime, um, Brigitte Blais, uh, presented each of them an envelope, at which point I explained to them what was in the envelope and, um, and why it was important for them to read it. And, and um, I'm happy to kind of discuss a little bit more about the motivation behind wanting to serve them, uh, if you like, now yeah, or after you us. watch the video, whatever. So, um, I've been involved in doing rallies for quite a while, um, or volunteering, I guess is a better word, as has Lana. We've both spoken at rallies. We've been involved in helping to organize events. And as you know, Laura Lynn, you know, help you in part of your, a little part of your tour. Um, and one of the things that you talked about, which I loved during your tour and was part of the inspiration here, is that information is key, knowledge is key, but it's key to what? It's key to action, right? And um, and I like to, to, to reflect on James, um, and, uh, and I can't remember the exact um, verse, but where he explains to us that faith without works is dead. And that it's all well and good to believe in God and believe in Christ and believe in salvation um, and believe in truth and justice. But we're also called to action, right? And action towards truth. 
So this NOL and my dear friend who was such an inspiration was an inspiration for exactly that. For, not only for me, but for every single individual in this country that they need to know that they have power and a capacity to call our elected officials and all authorities to accountability for the choices they made on our behalf that endangered all of us, caused irreparable community harm by breaking us up and isolating us, was a form of gaslighting because it was lie after lie. It harmed our children, it harmed our elderly, it harmed our families, our friends, our, our, every aspect of our society. And they need to know if they didn't already that that is in large part due to mandates, which aren't laws, that were implemented to protect us from a virus. Viruses aren't political, but these actions were. So that was kind of the motivation behind it. Dr. Lana, before we go to uh, this video, uh, what did you want to give a little background at all? Add, add anything? Sure. Um, you know, the notice of liability and cease and desist, it's a you know, package that we created uh, along with a lot of people helping us, physicians, nurses, uh, attorneys have reviewed it. You know, we have other groups across Canada that helped to put together this package. And, you know, it was designed to actually show some compassion and to kind of put out the olive branch and say, hey, you know, maybe we'll give you the benefit of the doubt that you didn't know. Um, and I know for some people that's hard because you're like, how did you not know, right? And how do you go against your own soul and what is right and your integrity? And I understand that. Um, but we really wanted to educate people, even physicians and people in you know positions of leadership. They need to know the information. And maybe, just maybe, they're living in their echo chamber. You know, sometimes we live in ours and we have to discern the information. And so we wanted to share with them the information that was most likely being censored from them or they did not look and they need to look. It's critical, right? You know, physicians are here to first do no harm and to serve their patients. So you need to know all the information so you can serve them best and to make sure that their best interests are at hand and their health and wellness and their lives. Um, and, you know, that applies to media, you know, are they saying the things that are accurate? Well, we would hope so, but we know that that hasn't been happening, right? Our law enforcement, have they been protecting us? You know, all of the different layers of society, a lot of people don't know the information. So this was meant to truly educate them, not just put them on notice. We wanted to say, this is why we're putting you on notice and here's all the information. So there's Pfizer documents in there. We have, you know, information from CDC from incredibly well-educated um, physicians across the globe. Uh, we have VAERS data in there. We have, you know, Ken Drysdale's um, incredible Health Canada data and statistics. It's all in there. Uh, and it's him on. Yeah, so incredible what the work he's done. Um, you know, we have some physicians in British Columbia who put together an incredible package, which is all included in there. So it really is meant to say, hey, here's what you need to know. And now that you know that you get to choose if you're going to stop because you may be complicit in crimes if you continue. So it's giving them that exactly. opportunity. It does list Canadian criminal code. It lists Nuremberg. It lists um, the war crimes. Canada is a part of the international um, 
um, the terrorism and like a, you know, torture act. So these are all pieces that are highlighted in there that they need to know. And it is about naming names because I think we're there. We got to name names because you need to know and you may be complicit in harming people. So that was the point is to educate them and give them the benefit of the doubt. We ought and to all start. Right. Sorry to interrupt on you. I just thinking we got to name names. I mean, we have to all start serving the, these churches as well. And these schools, oh, absolutely. You know, Christian schools, Christian universities that have uh, compelled people to get uh, the, the vaccines. Uh, it's, you know, absolutely staggering and shocking and and uh, without any discernment at all, which leads me to wonder uh, where your spirituality is at all. And uh, I don't have to answer to anyone, so I can say all of these things. That's why, like my show, I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, pander to, to organizations or, oh, we get funded by so and so, so we don't want to, we don't want to say anything bad against that denomination, you know. Like we have lost our grip on our country because we do not name names, we do not expose evil, and you guys just did that. So should we have a look at the video and then talk about it? Let's do it. Sure. Let's do it. So this video, 112,000 views on Facebook, uh, all because a couple of ladies decided to, what, you showed up at the city council meeting, basically, and served them, an NOL, a notice Fournier of and Bridget Blaze, if you guys can come up front. Um, uh, introduce yourself and provide the area of town that you um, reside in and as you heard me explain before you've been here before five minutes and then any questions that um, council may have after that absolutely uh, good afternoon mayor Thorne and councillors um, my name is Dominique Fournier uh, I'm here with my friend Brigitte Blais. I'm from uh, Crystal Ridge area and Brigitte is from Cimarron. Uh, Brigitte's going to bring you each an envelope um, right now and I'll explain to you a little bit of, of what's what's in the envelope. Um, so uh, in each envelope is uh, each each document in the envelope is addressed to each and every one of you personally um, and uh, these these documents contain scientific research from CDC, Pfizer, Modernity, Ver, uh, Moderna, VAERS and CARES, expert virologists, epidemiologists, respiratory specialists, lawyers, psychologists as well as references to the Can Canadian Charter um, legal precedents and the Nuremberg Code outlining laws that have been broken during the last two years. On page three under your name you will note the statement notice to agent is notice to principal and notice to principal is notice to agent. This statement means that this notice obliges you to share this letter and the contents of this package with every person above and below you in your chain of authority within your workplace. It is incumbent upon you to provide the information contained herein to any person requesting information from you on the topic of the vaccinations, masking, and rapid testing so that they may make informed decisions. By supplying you with this information, we hope to ensure that what we all lived over the past two years will not happen again. We hope you take the time to read through the documents and familiarize yourself with the information enclosed. It is a notice of liability and is the first step in the process to ultimately hold accountable all those who created and implemented unlawful mandates and those who accepted them and administered them in their establishments.
Part of this NOL is a reminder to those in authority of the existence and definition of informed consent. For those who do not know, informed consent is an ethical and legal principle that ensures our autonomy and right to make decisions regarding our health, which must be free of undue influence, duress, or coercion in making the decisions. Its purpose is to affirm a person's right to determine what happens to, to their bodies, and it upholds your duty to provide enough information to... Uh, to make an informed decision. Consent must be voluntary, given by someone with the capacity to consent, given by a person who is properly informed and freely given. Our courts have reaffirmed repeatedly our right to refuse treatment even when it is clear, uh, it is clear treatment is, that is necessary to preserve our life or health. When explaining the consequences of refusal, those who are explaining those consequences must not create a perception of coercion in seeking consent. Uh, now, the reason why we present these packages with you today is because you are all here um, to serve the community. Um, you have all been elected as um, individuals who, in one way, shape, or form, are here to somehow and in some way safeguard our communities. We believe it is imperative that you have all information, not selective information. So we really, we plead with you to ha take the time to look at these documents. They're QR codes that will take you to research that is valid, world-recognized information. Please have a look. Feel free to contact us if you have any questions whatsoever, and we welcome any questions at, right now. That's, that's all we have for today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Any council questions from council? I am seeing none, so thank you for being here and uh, providing that information. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do you have any questions? <laughs> I don't. I don't see any. Oh my! Someone God. needs to put cricket sounds right after she said that in the background. Okay, so so this is amazing. So basically, it. Like, um, Dominique, is this your particular city council? Like, are you recommending that everyone listening here, you find out when your city council is, you get your name on the roster, and you serve them with an NOL basically saying, you have messed us over. Is that it? Amen, sister. 100% <laughs> is what I'm saying. That is exactly what we are saying. Now... Yeah. The beauty of these NOLs is we had already uh, served both of our school boards, right? Um, Dr. Nicole has also served this document too, and I'll let her uh, tell you who she served. They've been served across BC. Uh, but I, and, and I know the same day we were serving ours, I was in communication with a small town of Cochrane, and a beautiful soul there also served her mayor with an NOL that was on camera. Uh, so this needs to become a viral activity. Our town councils and city councils need to be shaking in their boots, worrying that, hey, did we do our due diligence? Are we doing what we were paid to do? Because they are paid employees and we pay their salary. So for them to implement 
unlawful mandates preventing us. My, my kids couldn't use the rec center in town because they wouldn't mask and they weren't vaccinated. Um, we went into the health and wellness center and I got chastised by a nurse who was half my age telling me that I was endangering her because I refused to wear an apparatus that even our own health um, authority states doesn't work to protect you from anything. It's right on the website. And essentially told me my choice was I put on this garbage or I leave. And when I did leave, she told my son and he said, well, gee, it's almost as if the doctor told her she didn't have to. And she got all agitated. So we're dealing with people who are in a state of absolute terror, even now today. And Laura Lynn, I'm gonna get, tell you three short stories. One, um, last week we went to help a friend who was being denied service at our local um, health and wellness. This is a woman who has 8% kidney capacity, who um, was told that they, she couldn't go in because she wasn't wearing a mask. The mask mandates no longer in, exist in Alberta. And she was being prevented from give, being given a service by a public health facility. When I went and gave them their second NOL, the young woman behind the, the, the counter, or one of them, looked at me and she goes, I'm not gonna look at it. I said, your name is on it. She says, I don't care, I'm not gonna look at it. I believe in the vaccine and you have to leave because you're not protecting me, because you're not masked and you won't hand, hand sanitize. And she was hysterical. So, and this is in a, a health and wellness facility. Wow. I have received two uh, emails today from women, one in Saskatchewan and one here in Alberta in our community, both one thanking, uh, but the, both sharing stories how their own family practices will not provide service to them because they won't mask. They are denying them service, being belligerent to them because they won't wear a mask when and, we no longer have mask and mandates. the mandates are even done so these people are all psycho on their own and uh mass formation psychosis is taking you know is taking place and uh and they're now pushing their illness onto the rest of us if i might say because it's not healthy like what's happened to all these people is not healthy at all and so if we could bring in uh, Dr. Lana, um, what, what are some of the things that you, um, Dominique was referring to you having done some of these serving of NOLs? Yeah, so um, I was actually fortunate to lead about 100 Edmontonians. We all marched together in unity and with Alberta for Liberty uh, or Alberta for uh, uh, Liberty, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, we went together and we served the Edmonton police and they were awesome with us actually. They agreed to come out. We contacted them in advance to tell them what we were doing, <coughs> that we were happy to share information with them. And so we served the Edmonton police a few weeks ago. You know, we have, uh, we had 29 cities across the country actually at the end of August serve all of the different RCMP outlets. Um, just this past Saturday, Stand United BC actually had many cities across the country that they, you know, collaborated with to serve different police. So there's, this is, this document is going out, it's happening. And many individuals are then taking it on, you know, in their own hands, like Dominique said, to serve, you know, city councils, school boards. You know, I know the city uh, council of Grand Prairie has been served. 
you know, it's gone out to federal leaders uh, here in Alberta. Uh, I was actually involved with fundraising to ensure that about 700 Alberta leaders across different professions get this document. So they're going to be getting that, you know, served and read by registered mail. And we have, you know, media anchors, we have religious leaders, we have physicians, we have every MLA, every MP, like people need to have their name on the document so that they pay attention and that they actually get educated. Because that's one of the things I think that so many people are just trying to block out the information because they can't possibly look that they may have harmed people and they are, they're having a hard time acknowledging that they did not do their due diligence. So some people are just in defense mechanism mode and that's where that anger and hysteria comes from because yeah. I think people deep down in their soul know that this is wrong. You don't treat human beings like this. You know, I tr I've always tried to lead my life with the um, you know, concept of what would love do and we wouldn't treat our elderly to die alone. We wouldn't, you know, leave our children to not getting the education that they want or to be segregated them for from hours. one another. Yes. Yeah, we wouldn't cover their faces and prevent them from breathing. Oh. So we can't exchange beautiful, you know, nonverbal communication, you know, cues. Like there's been so many things that have happened. I worry about teenagers in the time oh, yeah. where they needed socialization and connection and they're isolated and alone and struggling with, you know, so many different factors. And we've all struggled with those. But I think people really do know, but they ha are having a hard time looking. But the fact remains, they have to look because this is the truth and it is what has happened. So I'm really hoping that people will, you know, really look and understand that there are, you know, we can support you and you don't have to participate in this, these behaviors anymore. And certainly yeah. never do it again because it's a complete exactly. violation of humanity. So just know, you know, it is happening across the country. There are individuals that are taking this and, you know, serving their pharmacist, right? Yeah, serving your amazing. principal, serving your yep. school board. And so yep. uh, I encourage everybody to do it. And you might be a little scared. Even I was scared. And I wrote the document with my friends, my physician <laughs> friends and nurse friends. I was scared. But, you know, I'm sure that you just got to get that fire in you and just do it. And you just feel free afterwards because you're making oh, you an impact. And it's waking people up, you know, one person at a time. Yeah. So, well, to yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, so good. And to this end, I think that you are helping to educate people. One of the things I see, and as I've traveled different places across Canada now, I hear from a lot of people. And, you know, they're, they, they said they're being inspired, inspired to be more courageous. Um, one of the things we don't like as human beings, but also especially as Canadians, peace-loving, quiet, you know, no disturbing anything, peace-loving Canadians, we don't like it if someone's mad. Like that thing that you went through, Dominique, where somebody's saying, you know, I'm not looking at it and, and you're unvaccinated and, you know, and you're not going to, you know, use that Purell on your hands or whatever. Um, to, to some people, like they, that would just be like... <gasps> Like they can't sleep for two days because, you know, yeah. somebody was angry at them. And we have got mm -hmm. to find a way to get over that. We've got to Absolutely. find a way to get over approval addiction. How did you do it? Oh, I, well, part of it, um, to be honest, I think God's been prepping me for this for a while, Laura Lynn. Um, 
I, I started questioning a lot of things um, about 20 some years ago when my eldest daughter was have was vaccine injured. And, um, and so I'm used to being, you know, considered this crazy fringe, you know, anti-vax, um, anti-mainstream uh, education because we chose to homeschool. And, and I'm used to people assuming that because you make a personal choice within your family and in your own life, somehow that is a condemnation of other people's choices. So I got used to living with that and, and, and letting people deal with their own you know, insecurities. Um, I believe firmly, as Lana said, everything we do, we do in love. And, and, and caring for other people. Uh, but we need to not worry about if people aren't gonna like us. You know, we, we have this conversation in my house where my children understand I, I'm not a nice person. I don't, I don't like the word nice. <laughs> I, I think United. nice is all, is all about superficial. It's right. all about caring more about feelings. And I, 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 don't have any, I don't have an issue with feelings, we all have them. But caring more about hurting someone's feelings than watching them do something that could be eternally damning and destructive, that can hurt their soul and their bodies and their minds. To me, it's more important as a friend, as a family member, as a community member, to be to stand in truth and, and not the relative truth that your truth, my truth, his truth, because then that means Justin Trudeau's truth is as valid as the truth we're talking about today. And we know that's not the case, right? There is such a thing as a capital T truth. And, and, and I believe we all have to strive for it. Um, and so I'm not worried if people think I'm, I'm silly. We were called by our own town council as dangerous and, and, and potential terrorists. Oh, everyone's we dangerous. Would, uh, oh, the, yeah, the parents we in the have, states. Um, just, we would sorry. have community events. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, sorry, Dominique. I hate to yeah. interrupt, but I know sometimes uh, people talk for another minute and then I totally lose what I was going to say. Listen, we are all being demonized and uh, told that we're dangerous. And even in the States, this is, this is a worldwide phenomenon that if you dare to stand up for parental rights, if you dare to speak against the pedophiles who are trying to get their sexualized material into the school, somehow you're the terrorist as a parent. Somehow the state in the whole world has decided that they're going to be, a, you know, taking over your right as a parent and your right no. to govern your body, your right for bodily autonomy, your right to wear what you'd like to wear or not wear, your right to take the risks you want to take in life or not take. We have lost so much by our silence and the bullying, the name calling, um, that that's what they use to silence us. So we've got to become really tough. We've got to be strong. The Lord calls us to be strong and courageous. And that means somebody calls you a name, you're a terrorist or whatever. You don't take it on. You just, you got to laugh it off and say, what are you talking about? And keep talking. Amen, sister. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. I was yeah. And, and we uh, names by uh, a fellow healthcare provider uh, because I was very concerned that they were recommending these ex experimental injections for pregnant women and babies and children, right? I have four young children and all they're all under 12 and I've worked, my specialty is with children and pediatrics. So I was incredibly concerned when I saw you know, healthcare providers recommending experiments on children and pregnant women. 
Like it just is, it's so off the charts for me of the realm of reality that I asked her, can I please see a copy of the research you have to support your, you know, sharing with these pregnant women that this would be a good idea for them to use this injection while they're pregnant. And the response I got was the yelling and the you're a racist, give your head a shake, you're the reason why people are dying. Like there was no, yes, I have some research for you. Yes, I have some information. And since when can we not ask our healthcare providers? And this was someone who had provided care for me and my children, right? And I'm asking a valid question in a very loving, calm way. And that was the response I got. And it was mind blowing to me. It was a complete violation of trust right in that moment. And then I had to just laugh, like you said, Laura Lynn, because here's the deal. My children are African-American, Chinese, Hawaiian. They are Métis, Cherokee, English, Scottish, and French. Like I have the global <laughs> children, but I'm a racist and I'm all these things. And I asked for data. Right. Yeah. So the lashing out, but you know, it's all they have. And I think it's because they know deep down, if people just yeah. check their soul, they know that something is not right. That's right. So um, that's yeah. all they've got is the yelling. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And I it's also have for so many people that were lied to and coerced into this. And I, I really want them to know that we are here with loving arms because they were, they were given censored information. They were given data that was fraudulent. They were told mm -hmm. marketing and they were told lies. Mm -hmm. So they made yeah. decisions that they thought the people they trusted knew. And so now they're having a very big awakening and I'm sure it's incredibly frightening for them. I cannot even mm -hmm. imagine what some people are going through and what they maybe have done to their children. What are the long-term effects? Like, and some people are never gonna even be able to look because they don't have the strategies to deal with the absolute fear of that. So I really hope, you know, that we have justice for the vaccinated. You know, there's an incredible group that has started justice yep. for the vaccinated and that they know that we're here with loving arms and we're <clears> here <throat> to unite because we just got to get through this. And when you're scared to deliver the notice of liability, think of the babies and the children and the next generation and they need you. So your yep. fear in that moment is nothing compared to what we need to do right here, right now. Beautiful. Exactly. Thank. Yeah, that is. Right. That's fantastic, Lana. Absolutely. Well, I have I have my next guest in the wings. Uh, I'll give you Dominique and, and Dr. Lana a, a final thing. I think people will wonder, A, how do they get a hold of one of these great things? And let's mention that a whole bunch of great people kind of contributed, including Action for Canada, like like all this information you kind of mentioned at the top, um, uh, some of the information that was put in um, that gentleman's, uh, you know, document that he made of all the harms and the things that had happened. Like, um, is this kind of it? Like, it's 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 quite a it's quite a lot of, of data. Right? It is. It is. It is. And so want to know there, how to serve this. Yeah, yeah. There have been, as as Lana pointed out earlier, doctors, nurses, lawyers. Um, there have been um, just researchers people who know how to look and explore data, uh, who have all come together to create this incredible package. Uh, right now, at this moment, if you wanna go and find the document, you can go to standunitedbc.ca. 
Um, there are two versions of the document. One is BC specific. The other one is broadly Canada wide. Each of those are in two documents that you have to download. Um, as of tomorrow, I believe, Dr. Nichols, uh, Nickel, I, I think that's what we were saying. There will be a one, just one document um, on the tbof.ca website. It'll all be in one package. Okay. It will be a, a condensed document. Uh, and then there's going to be an Alberta-specific one coming up, I think, um, this, this week, either tomorrow or the day after. Uh, so go and look for those documents. There's also on both those websites copies of a script if, you, if you're not sure what to say. It's just a template. You can look at it. It helps right. kind of guide you in what you want to say. Gives you a little bit of a sense of, of empowerment. But please remember that there is not a, um, a college in this country that has not broken their um, their commitment to informed consent. Not a single one. Not a pharmacist college. Not a medical college. Not a psychologist college. Legal college. You name it. They have broken that principle of informed consent that you cannot mandate anything without disclosing full information. It is a principle that has been broken across the board, and they need to be reminded of that. Beautiful. Okay, Dr. Lana. So we can get it tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, tbof.ca and this entire package and you can all begin to scheme and think about how to serve everyone in your community who has any authority or input into whatever's going on. And uh, I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, have we covered Thank everything? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually have one last thing to say. Okay. So, I was just going to say, if someone is afraid Citizens to serve inquire? it in person, yeah, I was going to say that too. So um, if someone is afraid to serve it in person, you can do it via registered mail. That is a legal okay. serving as well. So people okay. don't have to do mm -hmm. it in person by video. Right. So just know that that's yep. available. Easy. And this is a very, very important step for us in laying down the educational piece that we have informed you of your potential you know, liability and you have the information now. And we are really excited to be moving towards a national citizens inquiry. And so that is going to be starting in January. Uh, really thankful TBOF with Vaccine Choice Canada. And you know we have so many big groups across the country that are coming together to unify and to make that happen. And we're gonna be going across the country you know, starting in Ottawa, then going out east and then coming back. We will have commissioners. We're going to go all the way out to B.C. and we're going to have commissioners under oath, cross-examined. We're going to be making sure that the evidence is on record for every single Canadian citizen. So this is a very important piece. So keep an eye out, you know, for information on that on tbuf.ca and, uh, you know, go out and serve someone and just, you know, make, be powerful. Just go do it. You can do it. And it's going to be incredible. You're and making a difference. That's amazing. And one final thing, you guys, I know that with the BC package, because there's um, one that's specific to BC, but, but basically it is illegal for a doctor, um, correct me if I'm wrong, not to inform of a vaccine adverse uh, event. Right. Yeah. So physicians, yeah, physicians and any healthcare provider actually has a requirement 
by law in each province, there's a few differences depending on the province, but they have a legal responsibility to report adverse events following immunization, no matter what that comes from, doesn't even have to be the, you know, COVID-19, it could be other immunizations, but they are required within a certain time frame. And depending on the province, if they don't do that, it comes with fines, jail time, or both. It's not so being done. It's not being done. And I, I'm actually worried that a lot of physicians and healthcare providers don't even know their responsibility, nor are they yeah. putting the dots together that this is an yeah. injury, a vaccine damage. So it is very, very important um, that, that physicians and healthcare providers know that. Um, and I do want to share too, that we actually got the document translated into French. So it's available in Ontario for our French speaking friends in Quebec. We have it translated. Fantastic. So it's available for everybody across the country. That's so great. Thanks, you guys. I just, I love you guys. Thanks for the fight. Thanks for strong women um, doing great things and not being scared off by a few names. Yeah. God bless you. Well, let's you face it, doing. Laura Lynn, you're, you're an inspiration to us all. So <laughs> thank right. you. That's so kind. All right. We'll see you again. And God bless. All right. Thank God you. bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Okay. In keeping with all of that, I've been, I've been keeping my friend Norman Traversy, and I hope that he's there. Uh, I think he's ready to come on. Let's bring him on. Norman also got in the action today. Now, y'all know that I love Norman. Wherever Norman is, there is going to be some kind of trouble and a big buzz of action. So how are you, Norman? <laughs> I'm swell, thank you. I, I know that today you got in some trouble. Now let's go back a little bit. You have served um, the the, you served the Mexican consulate, right? And the United States consulate was it both of them? With, yes, I did. Yep, with paperwork, letting them know that we have a corrupt prime minister and that we need some help here. Yes, I did that in uh, July first, twenty twenty. I, I absolutely love that. You I were was, there with me. I was there it. that day and it was a hoot. And we literally had about 5,000 people march with you to deliver the paperwork that had to get to the president at the time, President Donald Trump, and uh, to the Mexican consulate, letting them know, uh, according to the USMCA, uh, there has to be a, an accountability of, of corruption. And uh, you certainly let them know that we've got an awful lot going on here. So you did that. But uh, fast forward to today, Norman, um, you uh, should should we put the video up in the side here? Oh, and, oh please do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's another you had one some fun. So do a little setup for the video we're about to see what happened just today. Tell us. OK. Um, I did not get in trouble today. <laughs> they got in trouble today. <laughs> and what happened was I got a phone call from the lady in the video around uh, two o'clock. And she said, the documents are complete. I've, I've had a team of legal people in from Quebec and Ontario, lawyers and paralegals, and they put this together. It's not my work, it's their work but I signed it and she said, okay, it's done. We think it should be served today, uh, 3.30 RCMP headquarters. And so, <laughs> so I went to what I thought was RCMP headquarters 
and it's no longer RCMP headquarters. And uh, the guard said, oh, uh, no, this is no longer RCMP headquarters, Norman. He knew my name and then gave me the address of where to go to. So I drove across Ottawa to go to this place and they said, go to the M10, M10 building. That's where they receive packages and documents. So we went there yeah. and I pulled, pulled into the parking lot and I didn't even have my foot on the ground out of the car before our CMP car pulled up. And uh, this cop said, uh, what's your name? My name's Norman Vincent Traversy. Why are you here? I said, I'm here to deliver a document. And he said, okay, I'll take it and I'll make sure it gets to the right people. And I said, uh, no, I'd like to have a receipt. I'd like you to stamp it or sign it and have some acknowledgement that you received it. And he said, no, I'm not going to. And then he said, I think I'm paraphrasing, but he said, um, what is this in regards to? And I said, this is a charge of treason against Justin Trudeau. It's a incident report, RCMP incident report, charging Trudeau with treason and giving the evidence why. And then he went, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to touch that. And is that, is that the part in the video? That's all in there, right? Uh, th that's or, or where is the this... video starts. Yes. That's when, that's when the video starts. And, uh, then another car pulls up with another RCMP with a gun on his hip. And that's when all of a sudden they're tough guys. Uh, you know, why are you here? What's your name? What's it in regards to, no, I'm not going to touch it you know stay away from me right okay let's watch <laughs> I it i might as well have had kryptonite or something <laughs> radioactive right so, okay well we're talking about play the video go yep, ahead we're talking about serving people today and letting your voice be heard it's not hard for any of us to do this is what happened today yeah okay well i'll i'll definitely see you too that the right person gets well can we get some kind of uh, confirmation that you received it I think he was scared of the dog. probably pretty much close to the end right right take there, some Norman? more please oh no you got to see the end no oh, you got to oh. see the last go part down. where right. i roll down the window i'm sure they got my license yeah you got it mm -hmm. they may trash it no, yeah. that's a, what way this way okay 
Thank you. You guys are going to be famous. <laughs> You're going to love it. You guys are going to be famous. And it, it just freaked them out. Oh and uh, we talk about that later. But right. uh, that's how you serve somebody. Sure. Sure. Now, now, uh, in the beginning, it so in the beginning of the video, I just wanted to ask you, like, it kind of looked like the guy was willing to take the the piece of paper. Yes. So, yes. In hindsight, do you think he should have just handed it to him and left? He, or? no. Uh, you know what? No, I wasn't I mean, going to give it to him without some kind of receipt. Okay, you wanted the receipt, the proof of, of having served, yeah. Of service. Yeah. And um, I know by, under Canadian law, if I put that down on the ground in front of them and they see it, that's service. That is service. And that's on video. So those two poor cops. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Yeah, Trudeau, a treason document, um, and that's out everywhere now, and it's gone, and Donald Trump has seen it. Right. That's awesome. And the, 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 this document, does it have a lot of the same things that were in the, um, the one that you served on the embassies? No, way more. Okay. Way more. This is only about uh, Trudeau. Yeah. And it's about him unlawfully, illegally invoking the Emergency Measures Act, which led to deaths. And uh, he did not have the authority to do it. He had to have parliamentary assent and he had to have a crown assent and he had neither. And he did that as a dictator. So... Okay. Um, that's what that's about. It's not about SNC-Lavalette, not, nothing about any of that stuff. But this was put together by a team of lawyers. This is not my work, but I did put my signature on it. I signed it as uh, it. the one reporting it. So I, I've attached my name to it. Yeah. I, there it uh, is. I just think that is so fantastic. And... Uh... Well done, and so much evidence. Of course, we all know we're dealing with so much evidence against our Prime Minister and uh, against all of the authorities in our nation for having done what they they are doing. So I just, uh, I wanted a short segment. I've already had a long show. We're trying to do shorter shows, Norman. It just seems like there's so much to talk about that we never get shorter. But I couldn't, yeah. I just thought, oh, when you told me everything that happened and you have video and you're out there and then we're talking to a couple gals that are serving the city council, serving the, um, you know, the, the school trustee boards. This is what we have to do. I think we should be serving... We should be serving our doctors. If they have not reported a vaccine injury for you or your family, you serve the doctor because they are liable in, in, our, in our Canada for not reporting a yes. vaccine injury. And our, our prime minister, unfortunately, is just crimes against humanity. He and his cohorts like Dr. Teresa Tam, all of them, Dr. Bonnie Henry here in British Columbia, the, the nonsense that we have had to deal with, with all of these medical health officers, lies, 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 lies about all of it. And the, you know, the data coming out, um, 
there is a doctor, uh, maybe I'll show it tomorrow. I have a doctor. He formerly was in favor of the COVID-19 vaccines. As a doctor, he's now coming out saying these have to be stopped immediately. Like the, the scales are coming off people's eyes, but it seems to me, uh, Norman, that once, you know, when people like um, the prime minister are bought in, they're, they're paid off, they're bought off, they're blackmailed, and they just do whatever they want. And that's why they want to silence people like yourself and me. And we've got a fight on our hands and it's going to get a little bit worse, I think. Yeah, but it's fun. It is fun. You know, you see that cop back up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not touching it. I'm I'm, nope, nope, you're not served. We are not served. We are not served. I'm I'm, I'm kind (laughs) of sad that I didn't chase him with it. <laughs> you'd have ran away. Oh, I don't want you to get in trouble chasing a cop. Oh, Norman, one thing you do bring to life is fun. And I really love you for that. And I thank you for your thank spirit. You. Thanks for what you've done. Let's I know that we're gonna be talking again. I'm sorry it's so short today, but God bless you and all you're doing, Norman. Please keep up the fight because you give us you give us strength. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. God thank bless. God bless. I just absolutely love him. It's just so terrific. Um, I want to show, I want to show you about, um, so there's going to be a documentary that's going to be released and it's called Stand With Him. And it's absolutely amazing. JT, I'm not certain if I'm doing this right, but I have put up to, uh, on a share, I've got the, I'm in this documentary and we're going to be, um, this, the, the gal, Kim is going to be having, you know, a viewing of it on March 1st and, uh, we are going to that. Do you see my, um, thing here that I'm sharing? Oh, okay. Are we on it? Yes. Yeah. So I'm not certain if I can play this JT, will it work? Do I have to, it won't work sound wise. Um, all right. So I'm. children to be taken by all of the ideologies that are being put forward in the world were not willing to lay down and be silent and that they may not have counted on all right so a little little cameo that i'm going to be having in uh the documentary and um i hear that there is some amazing people that have put their name forward to be a part of this so if i could just ask you if you're interested to go and join us it's going to be saturday october 1st uh, or no october is that second you passed um there we go saturday october 1 2022 uh let's try and get this into the description wherever we are uh if we can uh if you'd like to come and do a viewing i'm going to be there along with my incredible husband and the cost is $16 and 29 cents and basically this took a long time because I know that Kim was working very very hard to get this done and um, so we want to support these filmmakers Uh, don't fear the battles embrace them Uh, you go to Eventbrite And it's called Stand With Him at Eventbrite. So eventbrite.com, I'm sure, right? 
Okay, excellent. All right, we'll promote that as well the rest of this week. Um, thank you so much. Uh, let me make sure nobody's calling me with um, emergencies because there have been several. <laughs> oh, Lord love a duck. All right. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this work. Um, as I said, we're beginning to plan to go on more tours and we're very blessed. We have people reaching out to us pretty much from every province and we'd like to be able to travel, to visit, to hug, to join. Um, what's this guy saying? Just wanted to let you know, Laura, I went to the seminar at, oh, the, yes, the UNBC last week. Um, we, uh, was amazing to be there. Okay, thank you. A fellow who was, uh, joined us and, uh, from Prince George. And I loved Prince George. Thank you. It was standing room only. Dr. Hodkinson has, you know, we had a call today to talk about it. And we were floored by the amount of people that want to come out, that want to have real truth. Uh, people reported that they had never laughed so hard. Uh, there's, there's such joy in being able to gather, to laugh at what's happened in a way, and just to release some of that pressure because we've been under trauma. And also to understand that mass formation psychosis is real. We've gone through it. And that's what we faced this last while. And we're still in it. Um, this is a very concerning time in our history in Canada, what our prime minister has literally brought on, what the United States has gone through, probably beginning in 2016, some triggering events, including the death of George Floyd, I would say, um, triggering events that caused the right and the left to begin, um, hating one another, a literal hatred, which is then fueled by the Build Back Better Buddies. And I think um, if I can, sometime tomorrow, we were going to do it today and we have not been able to because some things absolutely took over the day today. But tomorrow, I'd like to air the entire broadcast where they talk about mass formation psychosis on Tucker Carlson and I think we should wash it together. So please keep an eye out for that. Yes, I'm banned on Facebook right now, everyone. That's why people are writing and saying, are you okay? We don't know where you are. You haven't, you have to remember to go to lauralyn.tv. When you don't see me on Facebook, of course I'm here. I'm just not able to get there. And something was said, you know what it was? It was, um, I finally found out because they didn't tell me at first. Dr. Charles Hoff said, according to the statistics and According to all the information he had, the actual statistics from British Columbia, it is really and truly a pandemic of the vaccinated. Somehow that's not allowed. If you want to say pandemic of the unvaccinated, oh, go ahead and bully that crowd. But you want to show data and science that shows it's the vaccinated now ending up in hospitals and having serious harm with COVID? Well then you get booted off. So my mistake, I suppose. I shouldn't have mentioned it there. I'll just mention it here where we're allowed to talk freely. On any platform you're on, 
Thank God for it because right now we're able to speak. Our Prime Minister is trying to bring in Bill, is it C7 or something like that? There's so many bills, I can't really keep track, but that would be the bill that will try to keep us from being able to speak. My website is lauralyn.tv. I thank you very much. Uh, we are able to receive email um, e-transfers at lauralynlive at protonmail.com. C11, oh, it's C11. C11 is the bill they're trying to get to shut me down, to shut all private producers down. Anyone who's broadcasting in Canada, they want to shut us down. We're in the fight of our lives, you guys. We do this because we are called to do it at this time. I have a very fervent feeling that we are not to ease back. As the restrictions ease back, we are not to do that. We are to use this and we are to go forward and speak and speak and never stop talking. Once you stop talking, you go underground, you just can't be bothered, you give up. Once that happens, we lose. We can't do that. We have to speak. We have to awaken all that have ears to hear, let them hear. So thank you for your support. If you are able to join us, if you're able to join as a monthly partner, you go to laurelin.tv. There's a donate button. You can hit the donate button and you can sign up to, to donate once a month, any amount you want, or you can make a one-time donation. And guess what? You can even do it anonymously. And I want to thank all of those who are giving anonymously. Clearly, we can't even write a letter to thank you. But I'm so grateful. The only way we can move forward is that people that value this kind of information today, take a moment, send us a check, even by snail mail. The address is on laurelin.tv or an e-transfer, laurelinlive at protonmail.com or go to our website, hit the donate button. You can give with your credit card any way you like. I appreciate it. I really do. I want to end with this scripture that, uh, so I was up in the middle of the night and I put on the, um, I put on the Bible reading and I decided I would listen. I listened to the entire book of Joshua. And whenever I listen to the Bible, it's a little fun fact for you. Uh, you fall asleep, you know? So if you're having trouble sleeping, I always say to the devil, if you're going to keep me up at night, you have to either listen to my favorite preacher or the Bible. <laughs> So I put, I put the Bible on, I make the devil listen. And what do you know? He leaves me alone. I go back to sleep. Okay. So I go, I I'm in Joshua and I'm listening, you know, and I fall off to sleep and then I am awakened and I'm awakened at the final chapter in Joshua. And it struck me as it came back. So what had happened was that the children of Israel had been under some bad times and then, um, Joshua is basically saying to them, this is what the Lord has said as they are winning. They're winning the battle. He said, so I gave you a land on which you did not toil and cities you did not build. And you live in them and eat from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. They had such a victory that the spoils of war were theirs. Don't you look forward to that? After a war, there's always the spoils of war. It's coming. Wait for it. Now fear the Lord, says Joshua, 
and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. Do you see that? This this God we serve gives you the freedom to reject him. Joshua is saying to them, if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, if it's undesirable to you, sir, that's okay. God gives you the freedom to reject him completely. You can serve the gods, whatever God that is in your life, the God of television, it's whatever you put your the most time in. The God of this world, the God of sexual depravity. Whatever God it is that you serve. If, if, if serving the true God is undesirable, that's okay. But if serving... Uh, no, 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 we read that part. But as for me and my household, Joshua says, we will serve the Lord. So then the people answered, and they said, No, 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 no. Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. No. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt and that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey. And among all the nations through which we traveled, God kept us. He's the only one who kept us safe. Are you kidding, Joshua? We are not turning our backs on that God. No, no. And the Lord drove out before us all of the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land and the parasites. Isn't it weird that there's a whole bunch of parasites again, just like in the Bible? Well, anyways, we today choose to serve the Lord God. It's your choice. See you tomorrow, everyone. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.